Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. Can you believe how quickly time goes even when it is so darn cold? Yeah, you know what? I was fortunate to miss four days of the cold. I didn't like why I missed it, but I was down to the count. Caught the flu, had a big fever, slept away about four days a night. Look, I feel good now. Mr. Just Recovered over there, Jeff Smith. I'm John Ashton. Together we are those weekend golf guys. Intrepid producer Mark Hunter sitting in the background, making sure that all the needles are moving in the appropriate manners. He said, hey, don't mind me. So here we are. Man, I just get it. I will not mention the name of the airline because we're still negotiating. But there is a particular airline that I may or may not in the very near future definitely tell you never, ever, ever to fly. If they are the Um, only airline left in the world, I would suggest you walk. Wow. Yes. Those were some really bad peanuts then, weren't they? Well, they were bad peanuts. You know what I hate more than ever is bad customer service. And when you call someone because they tell you, oh, after sitting for an hour and a half, they say, oops, the plane's broken. You need to get off now. Oh, and by the way, good luck getting to where you want to go. Yeah, because we've missed all the connections. Yeah. Yeah. There's a woman uh, at this phone number. She may be able to help you. Give her a call. You never know. What city did you wind up uh, hanging out in a little longer than what you wanted? Well, Boston was not on my itinerary, but I was there for four hours last week. Well, that's okay. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Uh, But as my daughter, who was accompanying me on the trip, said, Dad, there's a bar at North Station. I'm happy. Yeah, let's go. When Amtrak is a superior choice to the airline you're on, you know (laughs) things are not going well. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Um, But we walked from, from a very cold Kentucky into a very colder Maine. Yeah. Actually, people kept rubbing it in because it was 10 degrees here. It was 15 there. (laughs) (laughs) But we did not have eight foot high snow drifts to get around here. And they did there. They did up there. That's okay. See, at least if it's going to be cold and you have the amount of snow, at least it's appropriate to feel that way. And the snow at least warms the cockles of your heart. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe your cockles are warmed. If they are, they're warmed a lot more easily than I'm mine. Let me tell you. Well, I can tell you, I love the snow. I love Uh, to see it. So being that cold without the snow, that's no fun. No fun. I am a official believer that snow is very necessary on December 24th of any given year. After that, it is totally superfluous and needs to go away. You're not a skier. I'm not a skier. I'm a golfer. We are not those weekend ski guys. Yeah. All right. 
Right. We are those weekend golf guys, and that's what we're here to talk about. It is getting to the uh, time of the year when everybody's packing their suitcases and uh, answering emails saying, hey, why don't you make an appointment to come talk to me because I have the latest and the greatest things in sliced bread. Oh, you mean it's the PGA show? It's the PGA show time. That's right. And we're going to be talking about some of the some of the things that people have called me about saying, hey, you want to come talk to me? And I go, mm, not really, no. Um, but we, uh, we're, we're going down there and we will be, uh, visiting various and sundry people. You know, I, I just can't understand why I'm getting all of these calls from, uh, apparel people. I keep pointing out, I said, this is radio. Yeah, but said, you should see what our spring line looks like. I said, I'd love to. I'd love my audience to see it too, but we're radio. Hey, guess what? We're more than radio now. <laughs> we're that's, doing this man that's true as a matter of fact should you, Have you go not to... thought of the staff clothing allowance that we need to be getting oh you didn't get yours <laughs> oh oops cats out of the bag i have to work on that one yeah that is true because should you go right now to facebook.com slash golf guys you can see what we're doing um you, you can see what we're yeah. wearing yeah okay um, you want to turn ESPN off there, buddy? I probably ought to do that, huh? Yeah, I thought I, I think so. had that turned down. Yeah. Doesn't matter oh, if it's well. turned down. You can't hear it, but your computer can, and everything your computer hears, we can hear. Isn't so, that fun? Got some stuff coming up. Uh, again, we're going to be uh, previewing some of the things that we're looking forward to seeing at the PGA Show. Some of the things that we are going to be extolling the virtues of to you when we return from the PGA Show, should they measure up anywhere close to what they sound like they're going to measure up to. I, I've got some good stuff, and I'm sure you've got go, some good stuff, and I, yep. I'm sure that people are talking to me. I, I've got somebody came and asked me if we could interview somebody. <laughs> it's funny. They're, they're not a golfer, but they're going to the PGA show because they have a product, but it's a product with something to do with golf. It's kind of an ancillary golf product, and it's something that you hate. Oh. Yeah, so we will talk about that. We what, will. Why? Why will we talk that about I hate. it? Why are we doing this? Because I love to get you all you're riled up. Yeah, you're going to get all riled up, and it's going to be fun. You're going to get turned red, and I love it when you get. I know what it is already. <laughs> I know so, what it is already. All right, we're yeah. going to be doing that kind of stuff. Um, you know, let me just point out to you that again, you can go to Facebook.com/slash/GolfGuys, and you can see what we're doing. Um, I was going to say you'll know what we're doing, but we don't know what we're doing, so why could we expect you to know what we're doing? You can also just go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com, and you can follow us, uh, follow follow the, the podcast. Uh, yeah, we're on the radio right here where you're listening now. You may be, if you are in the majority these days, you may be listening at your convenience online at audioboom.com. Uh, those weekend golf guys, part of the Golf Talk America network there at Audio Boom. Please do us a favor and go check it out. Follow us if you would, please. You know, you want to leave a review. That's cool too. Uh, those weekend golf guys.com is our newest website and you can find every place you need to go right there. And, um, that's about it for now. We are coming right back in just a couple of minutes. We've got all this stuff lined up and we will be right back. Hopefully you will be too. We are those weekend golf guys. Hang with us. Hey, Jeff, I got a letter, $5 golf club. It was addressed to you, but it came to me. But it said, Jeff, man, I took your advice from the show twice. One, you advised me to join $5golfclub.com. I did. Two is you advised me to buy the best ball I 
I could afford, and I'm getting those Strixons, Keystars, I'm paying about 36 bucks a dozen for them. So I used to lose two balls a round, and I played a round a week. That's eight balls a month. That's $24 a month. He said, after some of the lessons at $5 Golf Club, I'm not losing that many anymore. I lose maybe three a month. That's nine bucks. Ooh. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. I think that's good math. It's good math, man. He's spending nine bucks on lost balls, five bucks on us. That's 14 bucks. He's still making a $10 profit. That's right. Go to com. listen to me, and make money. How do you like that? Okay, we told you we'd be back, and this is us coming back. Jeff hey. Smith, it's Golf Cave at Otter Creek. I'm John Ashton. We are those weekend golf guys. That's right. We're here. We are on our way to Orlando, uh, where I think the temperature is above freezing. Hopefully. Yeah, I got some friends that are down there already sending me messages that say, we're warm, you're not. I got you. So anyhow, it is the the annual gathering of uh, everything to do with golf, the PGA Merchandise Show. Yep. Uh, it, um, it's fun. Going to be playing a little bit of golf. Going to be seeing some old friends. Going to be seeing some new stuff. Yeah. And one of the new things that is going to tick you off that it even exists Oh, come on. Can't we start with something more fun? No, we're going to start at the bottom and work our way up. All right. That's the way it works here with those weekend golf guys. It is a speaker, a very, very good speaker. Do you know that research says that 75% of golfers listen to music while they're playing now? I think that that statistic is very skewed to who they asked all where statistics they asked, are. I get that, but I'm pointing it out because when somebody says 75% of something, my flag, it goes up. I have a BS flag that flies uh-huh. very quickly, uh-huh. very high. Uh-huh. Well, one of the things that this does, um, well, of course, it's it's wireless speaker as as most of the, the the stuff that you see people with their golf carts are, but it's it looks like a golf club. You stick it in your bag. Oh, in your bag now. Yeah. As opposed to... Um, on the dash but of the cart. On the dash of the cart. Yeah, uh, yeah. I saw one one time that was shaped like a golf ball at the top. Mm-hmm. Fit in the cup holder. It was a cylinder. Mm-hmm. You know, well, had a golf ball speaker on top. The fact that it's in your bag, what the, the, the inventor or the designer or whatever you want to call him, what he says, the reason for that is... Um, is that when you go to your bag to pull a club out, you can at that point turn the music down so you're not obnoxious and bothering people. But at any other point, you can be obnoxious, obnoxious and, and bothering people, of course. Yeah. 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 I get it. Okay. There you and go. What's it called? I don't know. The obnoxious and bothering people machine? <laughs> I think Jeff Smith ain't going to like this machine. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have no idea what it's called. Um, I did when I started the conversation, but you got me flummoxed. And yeah, it's okay. Yeah. But you know, the, the truth is, is that I'm not against the speakers. I'm, uh, it's, it's the, it's the people that insist that everybody else needs to hear it. Right. Exactly. I wish these people just put them some stinking earbuds, you know, some little Bluetooth headset, mm-hmm. headset or something and let them blare it to their ears content, right. but not everybody else. Right. I think that's kind of the way it is. And a lot of things in the world that, Hey, you're free to do this. Yeah. Just knock yourself out. Just don't just, do it around me. Yeah, just exactly. Just don't wear anybody else out about yeah. it. You know, That's don't it. make everybody else enjoy. Think you're 
enjoying the, yeah. you know, what you're enjoying. It's like the guy who pulls up at the gas pumps and leaves his radio on loud. Yeah. You know, he draws like, attention and it's not always the best attention. Yeah, I don't particularly want to hear that. If I right. did, I'd have it on my car. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what are you looking forward to? I, I know you're, you're, you're a physics guy. You probably got some equipment there that's your yeah, a bit. Yeah, there's a couple things I really want to test out. There's a new driver out there. It's got a milled face. They took the whole face and they, you know, the, like you see putter faces and they're milled. And this one's got circles in the middle and lines on the outside of the face. And, and I'm looking forward to that one. They got that thing. It looks really cool from the top, too. It looks like a big old, looks like an old sports car. Looks like an old Firebird, you know, the, the flames and the whole thing, you know, coming out toward the end. It's, it's a Cobra. It's a, called the F8, King F8. And it, it looks pretty cool. Oh, they've and, gone back to the King nomenclatures on Cobra? Yeah. Yeah, they have. All right. Yeah, so it, it, it looks, you know, from the top down, it, it's got a little bit of a, oh, I don't want to say fancy look to it, but it's got a very race car-ish look to it. Okay. Cool face. It looks pretty cool. A little carbon fiber top to it and a milled face and just. Okay, well, is this Mr. The cool I'm, factor in the looks is there. Is this a, I'm a, I'm, I'm a PGA professional and can hit anything they put out there probably as well as I can hit anything else. So I'm just going to go for the cool factor or is it something that the normal person might benefit by seeing and hitting and playing with? The launch monitor will tell me. Okay. <laughs> That's what's going to happen, right? The launch monitor will tell me because I know what my numbers are with almost every driver. Okay. You know, I have not seen anything that's going to blow my doors off, right? Right. I've not found a TaylorMade or a Callaway or a Titleist that's any better mm -hmm. than what I've got right now. Yeah, and that's what we're all looking for, right? We're all looking for either we want a new driver because we want a new driver. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's fine. There's a large percentage of us out there that says, I just want a new driver. Right. But then there's the ones who think this one will be it. This one. After yeah. all the lies over all the years <laughs> that I've been told and suckered into, mm -hmm. this one they is mean it be this the one. time. <laughs> right. That's right. This is gonna be the one. This is the one that that'll gives get me. me what I've been begging for. Yeah. And I've been suckered into this for twenty some years now, <laughs> and I'm a lot shorter than I used was a long time. But these drivers are gonna be it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's like the eternal optimist, right? That's right. This next so, driver will be the one that'll actually keep me in the fairway. And, okay. you know, the only thing that's going to keep you in the fairway, mm -hmm. it's not even your golf cart because they're not, a lot of times you got to keep them on the path. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the only thing is, is walking. That's the yeah. only thing that's going to keep you in the fairway. So, that's right. and, and for, for lots of times, like John, just play with Mark. That'll keep you in the fairway. But no, no, no. If you walk and then you just drop another ball, yeah. you're in the fairway. Yeah. Uh, keep walking and drop another ball, you're in the fairway. That works too. Yeah. yeah. See? Yeah. There's, it's just a matter of who's supplying you with the golf balls. And that's a conversation we can have when we get to the PGA show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to There's a couple of them that are coming out that I want to see. Let's talk about it in the next segment because we're out of time yeah. for this one. Okay. Um, some more things that um, you should wet your whistle for. Um, some stuff that uh, you can say, boy, I hope they like that because it sounds pretty cool to me. We'll talk about them when we come right back. We're all those weekend golf guys. Don't you move. You checked out our Facebook page yet? It's facebook.com slash golf guys. Go there and like us, please. We have a small yet loyal following of junior golfers, 12 to 18-year-olds. I want to address myself to them right now. Listen, guys, girls. 
if you are serious about golf, there is a mom, there is a dad, there's a grandmother, a grandfather somewhere that are so psyched, but maybe they don't show it. They don't want to push, but they would love you to get involved in the game of golf. So why don't you go to them right now? Say, mom, dad, grandpa, grandma, I want to get better at this game. I want to get good at this game. I want to learn from a guy who has junior champions, high school, collegiate champions. He's even got a student who's kicking butt on the web.com tour. And it only costs five bucks a month. And I can learn at my own pace. And parents are going to be able to learn from their phones, which you know they don't drop out of their hands anyway. $5golfclub.com. Join for your kids' sake. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And we are those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He's Jeff Smith. He's at the Golf Cave at Otter Creek. I'm um, in an undisclosed location where the camera can't stay in focus. Uh, I'm not quite sure that is. Uh, and you go, camera? This is radio, right John. What camera are you talking about? We're talking about should you go right now to facebook.com slash golf guys. You can see what it is we're doing here as we're doing it inside baseball type of thing. Uh, nothing really exciting happening at the moment. It's just two guys sitting around talking into a microphone. And with Jeff, it looks like magic because you can't see his microphone. Yeah, I know. It's really and, cool. And with me, it looks like ventriloquism because all you can see is my microphone. Which is actually helpful to the rest <laughs> of the, to the sighted world. We're all happy about that. Thank you very much. Okay, I need you to explain something to me, man. And maybe if you could bring me home some samples, it would be good, too. You want the new AP3 irons just like I do, don't well, you? Well, I want the AP3s, but do I want the AP2s or the AP1s? No, 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 man. Okay. I've seen the AP3s, and they're juiced. You know, the, the AP2s are for really, really long-hitting players already who are not looking to have their irons go too far because the, the gaps between them become too big. Okay. That, that's a, a, I don't want to say a better player, but let's say it a long hitting player right. that they're looking for more consistency between the gaps in the clubs. So they're not spread out all over the place. Okay. They're a little bit, let's say weaker lofted per club. Okay. If AP ones, God, those things are cranked. Mm-hmm. Those are awesome. For, they look really good. I got to tell you, they look really good. For who are the AP ones awesome? The mid handicapper is going to love those, and the lower handicapper is going to love those things. But the guy who is a normal, really good striker of the golf ball, they're mm-hmm. going to love those AP ones because they shaved off the top line a little bit. They used to look a little thicker, mm-hmm. you know. Not so much, John. They look like really good players' clubs. Wow. So you can buy AP ones and, and like fool everybody. Uh huh. That walks by the cart and goes, ooh, look at those. He look must be that. good. Yeah. yeah. You're not kidding. Okay, and then, cool. And then now they've got an AP3 iron out that's mm-hmm. even a little bit thinner as you look down on the top, but it's still got plenty of beef down at the bottom. So it looks like a blade, oh. but plays unlike a blade. Well, it's not blade, but it looks blade-ish. It's blade. closer. Okay, all right. Yeah. It, more of that traditional look that that really good players have grown to love the look of. Mm-hmm. They, they feel so good. But they're also strong lofted. They're not a distance iron that looks like a distance iron. They're a distance iron. 
and man, they look good. Okay. These are going to take the world by storm. I promise. I looked at these. I'm like, oh, get me a set of those yeah. right now. And I'm a Titleist guy, and I, yeah. I got clubs. I got, you know, and, and I love mine, but yeah. I want those. Okay. I want them today. I want them yesterday is yeah. what I want. Them. Yeah. You got to wait for a week and a half. My daughter, Rebecca, who plays at LaSalle University, all right, she has the opportunity through a university program to get a pretty good deal on those. Mm-hmm. And she said, Dad, should I get them? I said, Becca, did you even look at them? She goes, no, I didn't even look at them. The guy was here, talked to us about them. I didn't even look at them. I said, Rebecca, I can't believe you didn't look at them. We took her to a, a golf store and she looked at them. And she's like, oh my gosh, can I have those? <laughs> that was the first thing out of her mouth. Yeah. Like, Rebecca, you could have had those. Yeah. Called the guy back. You waited a little bit too long there, kiddo. It's like, Dad, you're a Titleist guy. You should be able to call your sales rep and get him. <laughs> Say, hey, Rebecca, yeah. that doesn't work for us. It ain't going to yeah. work for you. All uh, right? <laughs> no, those AP3 irons, John, you're, yeah. I'm telling you. As good as those AP1s are mm-hmm. and, and really forgiving and help you a lot, I'd say get them. But I'm getting the AP3s. Yeah. Oh, they look good. I'll get some AP3s. I would look good looking yeah. good. Yeah, they feel you know, good too. Kind of yeah. hit the way those things strike. Ooh, yeah. I can't wait to hit them again at demo day. Yeah, I'll rub it in. Um, hey, you know what I know? What do you, you know? know what I know? The Titleist booth is going to be the biggest and most packed at demo day. Yeah, the busiest. Yeah, I've talked to a bunch of I talked to a bunch of the golf professionals. Mm-hmm. Everybody, every one of the golf yeah. professionals I talk about are buzzing about that iron. Well, I I talk to the Titleist people about uh, you know you just can't walk in this year and say hi. I want to hit those. It's a, you know, do you have an appointment? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I talked to them about an appointment, and they basically said, what volume can you do? How many of these do you think you can move? I said, well, I don't sell them. They said, oh, well, just stop stop by our booth on the floor, and we'll talk to you about them then. Right. But wait a minute. I don't get to hit into the round field at Orange County National Golf Course practice range? Not with an AP3. Not, nope. Oh, they see, you know, I think I think what they told me was the Mizuno booth would probably be pretty empty. I can go over there anytime I want. Oh boy, <laughs> they don't like those people, but uh, yes, they do. But now, l- let me talk to you real quick, and it's something I want to address a little bit later too, because what what confuses me and what confuses all of us is putters. Yeah, because you've got you've got companies that make golf clubs. You, they make drivers, they make woods, they make fairway woods, they make irons. Yeah, and they make putters. Yeah. But kind of like an afterthought. You've got companies that make putters, period. That's all they do. And I don't know, my BS flags get raised when I start seeing advertising for putters because the claims being made, and, and maybe you can explain why a milled face is better for a putter. It's a milled face. I go, ooh, big deal. Who cares? Yeah. You know, um, there's like five brand new putter companies. People you've never heard of before, but that's every year, John. Oh, it is, and and though you know, and four of them won't be back next year, and one of them will be there with a, you know, a, a new and improved version of what they came out with last year that didn't sell. So, right. you know, and then that fifth one won't be there two years from now. So, what is the deal, man? Why do people think that there's some magic wedge? Or something that's a bad that that's a PF flyer right. reference, not a golf reference. I confuse okay. people. I'm sorry. Some right. some magic pill that can can make a putter different than in and any of the other putters that have been on the market for eons. I don't well, understand. look, they they all are shooting after. I mean, everybody that plays golf has a putter, and there's so many bad putters in the world mm-hmm. that 
trade them in and they swap out this and they'll try any dang thing in the world. Right. So what they do is they'll, they'll all get together and they'll use a little bit of science and they'll throw a lot of marketing behind a little bit of science. Mm-hmm. They'll get some engineer out there who actually produces either a very well-balanced putter, mm-hmm. um, but it might not be very pretty. And they look at it and go, doesn't matter what it looks like, matters what it does. It right? works. Okay. Yeah. Until a human grabs it and puts it into their hands and moves it into a position where the face twists because of their hands, mm-hmm. not because of the inertia. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's all kinds of things we talk about. Yeah. And then there are some with milled face. Okay. Some people say, well, it gives a ball a truer roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people say it feels better. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Look, yeah. If you change the grip on a putter, it will feel different. Right. If you had one of those hard, crusty, firm rubber, small grips that's on there, and then you go and put on a brand new, softer, little larger version of it, mm-hmm. that putter feels like butter mm-hmm. right away. Yeah. Yeah. The, t- the change was what happened in what touched your hands. Right. And the vibration dampening effect of the grip. Okay. So you can change the feel of something, give it a really soft feel by giving it a brand new soft rubber grip. And everybody goes, Oh, this thing feels awesome. Yeah. Yep. Why don't we run down for uh, the audience? Some of the, um, the, the mistakes we've been part of in the putter world <laughs> over, the, <laughs> over the past three or four. That, uh, that we've been part of? As, as members of this radio show. Okay. We've had okay. a lot a lot of putters come through our front door. Well, yeah, there's no, no doubt about that. You've got one that is an old standby that I can't call it a mistake, but we got to gotta mention it. It's the old spaceship putter. Got to mention that and a whole lot more, too, when we will when we yeah. come right back. There are those weekend golf guys. Stay where you're at, okay? A lot of us are looking for a miracle. You know, we go out and we buy a $500 golf club thinking it's going to give us straighter, longer drives. We buy a $150 golf club thinking it's going to get us out of the sand traps more easily and more often. We buy $200 golf clubs just because we want to get closer to that pin. Well, you know, you don't need a $500 golf club, a $200 golf club, a $150 golf club. All you need is a $5 golf club because the problem may not be the club. It may be your grip. It may be your stance. It may be your ball position. It may be your swing plane. It could be anything that an expensive golf club is not going to fix, but a $5 golf club can fix because Jeff Smith is a genius and he will be able to guide you where you need to go. Check it out. $5golfclub.com. That's all it costs. Five bucks a month. All right, we are back. Those weekend golf guys, John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave at Otter Creek, and Tripper producer Mark Hunter now off-site producing. The bunker is where you are. You're yes, in the bunker. I'm in the bunker. I'm normally am. Yeah, yeah. And but can get out now thanks to you at the Five Dollar yeah. Golf Club, which is another topic go. we can take care of a little bit later on. But we are making uh, the the uh, plans to head on down to Orlando. The PGA Merchandise Show starts next week. And there are a lot of things we're looking forward to. But again, putters are something that 
so much money in research, so much money in advertising, and so much money is lost because either what they claim this putter is going to do doesn't get done or what they claim it does is something important to a putter geek but to the average player doesn't mean crap doesn't yeah. really help much i mean for example the um we had that the the face the the face that was not flat it was it was uh, convex oh yeah so that when you strike yeah. the thought being it was the same radius as a yeah. golf ball yeah, I remember that. So when the face of the putter hit the ball, there was no initial skipping of the ball. It started rolling immediately, so it rolled truer, and you sunk your putt every time. Yeah. Nah, that didn't work. They get a good putter to putt with those, and that sinks a putt every time. Yeah. And then, um, you know, the one that stands up on its own? It's uh, a great training putter. It is. Yeah. It is. Because it shows people exactly where they're aimed. I bought yeah. one of those yeah. to use it in training to show people, hey, guess what? You really can't aim like you think you can. Right. But now that putter is not illegal to play with, though. No. So someone mm-hmm. who doesn't know how to aim and realizes that should they use this putter, they will learn what they're doing wrong and learn how to aim, could buy one of those and use it to play golf and putt better. That's right. Could they not? Mm-hmm. They could. Then why don't we? Well, it was kind of big and clunky and okay. goofy looking. And, okay. you know, it's one of those embarrassment th- factor things. Oh, yeah, where you pull it out and the guys in your group go, what the hell is that? Right. Hey, uh, John, why are we not driving Yugos? Because they're small and ugly. Right. Yeah. And um, why are we not driving the uh, Gremlin anymore or the Pacer? Because <laughs> right. we That's decided. Why we're not using the stand up butter, brother. <laughs> we decided that the Pacer would be better to use as an aquarium. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know people who play with a, a bullseye putter. And they yeah. have since what 1962 when they yeah. <laughs> you know first made a bullseye putter, right? Swear by it. They do, but you know they got used to it. They just look at it and go ah to that other newfangled stuff, yeah. right? Well, putters were basically very simple until uh, ping started messing. Aren't, I mean, I'm not. We're until not going to go into balanced, yeah. And they got the that ans- the answer the ping answer putter, which again so yeah. many people still use. And then so many other people actually use copied it. The, the same design. Yeah. 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 Why? Because it's balanced. Yeah. It works. Yeah. And Better now, than the unbalanced putters prior to it. And, and then you're, you're talking about um, the, the spaceship putter. Yeah. What a good putter for you, man. <laughs> I, I saw you putt so well with that for a long time. It, well, you know, it was the technique. It was because it goes back to putting is... I'd say ninety percent alignment, or maybe thirty percent alignment, sixty-eight uh, percent aim, yeah, <laughs> and two percent the putter. But if the putter can help you with the alignment and the aim, then you've got the whole package, and that's what this putter was a lot was designed to do. I don't have it anywhere close to me now, but right. it had a basically a, a V-shaped head. With a line down the middle, but the shaft went to the outside of the club head. Yeah. With a little line on the shaft, and should the line on the shaft line up with the line on the middle of the putter head, it was straight. It was going to yeah. go where you're aiming. Um, but you still had the problem with aiming. Right. Uh, Are you aimed where you think you're aimed? Is right. always the, that's my one of the things I help people with a lot. Right. So yeah. you you putted well with that putter. So I'm not sure we could classify that as one of the mistakes in, in putters that we've seen, but but. 
but I again, think. it didn't go anywhere. It was called an in an inside putter. Inside, yeah, and it was a Canadian thing, yeah. and I think they made ten and sold two. I'm not sure those yeah. numbers, but it was somewhere around those lines. But you know, think about we just talked about two putters back to back that you could align the the old bullseye. Remember that? Mm-hmm. You could aim that sucker, yeah, and you could aim yours, right? But remember, a year ago. Uh, there was a putter company out there. I don't know if they're still here. I even did a commercial for them uh, to talk about how good their putter really was at helping people align themselves. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. It's called the shaft line putter. And what they did is they took a little white bead. It was a, an answer style head on the one that I have. Right. Yeah. Answer style head. And it was jet black, but they took a little white bead about the width of the top of one of those bullseye putters on the front of it. Mm-hmm. And they put this white metallic bead on the face, right on the top line. And it was uh, kind of, it was just white, not glossy white, but kind of satin white. Okay. And then so it was the shaft and its shaft stuck right into it. And you know what it looked like? It looked like looking down at the bullseye. It was so easy to uh-huh. line up from the shaft to the face. Oh my I saw that thing and I was like, I could never misalign mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. ever. This is so obvious. Yeah. Fantastic. I hope they're still doing it in business and I hope they're selling them. Yeah. I, you know, maybe we'll see them down at the show. But let me tell you, John. Good. They had it. It wasn't anything magical about how they made the head or any of that. No, it was purely the visual. Every one of my students that I showed that to wanted to buy it. Yeah. They'd go to their website, buy it. Yeah. Which can't have mine. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's the deal. I mean, a, a putter works not if not not if it looks pretty, uh, not if the ball rolls truer. The putter works, and it helps if it helps you aim, because right. that's what so few of us know how to do. And I got to give a shout out to uh, to my buddies down in Nashville at Seymour. Yep. Yeah, because I got uh, a couple of years ago at the show. I got one of their Seymour Giant FG putters right with their rifle scope technology which i'm not sure why they came up with that it's uh, you know it it me it's meaningful but they have they have an it's an alignment aid it's an aiming aid uh-huh and it works yeah, i love that when i miss a putt thing. now i know it's because i misaimed it right so here's the thing all right lots of putter companies out there have something that helps people aim mm-hmm. now we know as teachers, I know the guys in the, in, the, in the top echelons of teaching, we have spent a lot of time studying why is it that this guy works with this putter very well? And right. A lot of it's vision. Mm-hmm. Where's the hosel? You know, some of them are center, some of them are heel, some of them are further in the heel, mm-hmm. some of them are offset, right. some of them are less offset, some of them are straight in line. And you look at these things and they're different hosel configurations there's about nine to 12 of them that are out there and that directly affects the person and what they see how they see it the stroke pattern that they make in terms of the arc of the path and all those things Mm -hmm. there's a fit putter out there for everybody so i'm gonna put down my hat of wow this putter that i just talked about was fantastic and every one of my students looks like it says that that's so easy to align yeah but there is a putter out there for everybody. Right. And if they're properly fit, properly, they'll be taken into consideration 
how the person views what a straight line looks like. Mm-hmm. I do that a lot. Mm-hmm. If there's a straight line on the ground of some things that are out there and you're standing in a position that your eyes do not see it as straight, you're going to have a hard time aiming. So we're trying to get putters that help the individual aim right. better. Right. So they can see what they're supposed to be seeing better. And before you stand at that practice green, uh, looking at the 127 different various and sundry models of putter that you can choose from when you're looking for a new one, do us a quick favor. Go to $5golfclub.com because in there, Jeff has a video on putting. And part of that video is a few exercises that he uses with coins, strangely enough. You got a couple dimes? Yeah, you can do this exercise that will show you whether or not you know how to see a straight line. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you can see it, you can putt to it. Right. But if you don't see it properly, look out. You're going to str- yeah. struggle. And you're if really- you can't see it now, watch some of Jeff's videos at $5golfclub.com and he will show you how to do it because it's, it's all in perception. Yeah. How many dollar.club.com? It, five. Five. Just five. Five dollar golf club. And you use the number five, please. So it is five dollar golf club dot com. There you go. Okay. So check it out. And how much do you think it costs to join five dollars? It's a quiz. Uh, four dollars and ninety nine cents. <laughs> Just a penny off and sorry. Um why don't we talk about maybe I know what you're looking for when you're, you go down the demo day and you're going to be swinging some irons. Yeah. Why don't we come when we come back? Let's talk about what I should be looking for and the folks who play like me or maybe better so they're not quite as embarrassed, okay? Right. We'll do that when we come right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Don't you move. You can always follow us on Twitter. It is at WKND Golf Guys on Twitter. That's where we are. We do stuff every once in a while that's absolutely worthwhile. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I got an email just the other day. Guy said, John, how much does it cost to join $5 Golf Club? Yeah, that's what I said too. $5, hence the name, $5 Golf Club. All right. It's not just $5 to get in, and then we hit you with more. No, $5 this month, next month, and every month that you feel you need to become a member and stay a member to get to where you want to be in your golf game. Whether you want to break 100, break 90, break 80, break 70, whatever your number is, Jeff Smith has the videos there now and new videos coming every week that will help you accomplish that goal. Okay, $5golfclub.com. Use the number $5golfclub.com. That's all it costs, $5 a month. Phenomenal golf instruction at a ridiculously low price. That's us, $5golfclub.com.
And we're back. Those weekend golf guys, John Ashton, Jeff Smith. Uh, you can follow along uh, visually if you're of a mind to. Go to facebook.com slash golf guys and you can actually see what we're doing. Because we have found it a lot easier to talk to each other being separated by many, many miles. Me being in the studio, he being at the golf cave at Otter Creek, um, when we can actually see. It's, so, it's helpful. Been talking last last segment about uh, putters, and we're talking uh, basically about being. I, I would use the word excited, but I'm not really excited about going to the PGA show. Why not? Well, because come on, there's food and the parties that you go to. And, well, I mean, there's a lot you of know, fun. You see all yeah, that stuff. Free golf I'm all into all the that kind of stuff. doing all the educational yeah, stuff. That's right. I'm, just, I'm always doing that. I'm just going to go down for around. wine, women, and song, man. That's what I'm there yeah. for. Yeah. I don't know what you could complain about. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I'm not excited. It, it, I get jaded after a while. You know, it's like, oh, I'm going to have to go eat free food, free oh, yeah. meat on a stick again. And I'm going to wow. have to go drink free drinks again. And I'm going to yeah. go have to listen to Frank Bassett's same old stories again. <laughs> okay. So, okay. All right. So there it is. You, cat is out of the bag right there. That is it. And, and uh, we will have some. Uh, little short snippets uh, on our website of, of some of the people we talk to that may or may not be worthy of being included in a radio show uh, yeah. in, in their entirety. But one of the things that we do when we go down there is, is we listen to you. And you're the guy, you go into the manufacturer's tents on demo day, and yeah. you pick up their latest and the greatest and the new stuff, and you go, oh, this is wonderful, but John, it won't help you a bit. Or, yeah. this is great, John, you really need to check this stuff out. Um, what kind of things should John Q. Public Golfer, you know, the, the 15.3 average handicapper, which is the average handicap index, by the way, what should they look for? What should it feel like? Are we yeah, talking about irons? Let's talk irons specifically, man. Irons? Irons, because those are the clubs you use most often. Those are the clubs that right. get you the closest or the farthest from where you need to be eventually to score. Push you know, if I was a 15 handicapper, I would put my 15 handicapper hat on right now. Yeah. I'm going into the Titleist booth, and I'm going to ask for the AP1s. Okay. I want to take a look at those things because they look better than 15 handicapper clubs. It, so that's going to give me a big ego boost, right? I'm going to feel like I'm hitting better clubs. Club that's for a better player. Right. But yet – even if I'm a 15 handicapper, those things are going to help because they're so stinking forgiving and they're so stinking long that I'm going to be a better player because in my mind, I've already mm-hmm. got that. Right. right. And then the clubs will back you up. Right. So, okay. you know, I'm going to get a new bag and I'm going to, you know, because, you know, we're brand conscious people, aren't we? Right. Mm-hmm. We Image. are. You're going to get a new, going to get a new set of irons. Are you going to put those big, beautiful, shiny irons into that old clunky bag? No. No. no, but you know what happens? You do it. I do it. Other people do it. They're going to buy the bag that has the brand of clubs they have on it. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to walk in the Titleist booth and I'm going to look at this set of AP one irons and they're going to be in this cool new bag. Mm-hmm. In your case, it'll be a cart bag. In a lot of people's case, it'll be a cart bag. Yeah. It's going to have titles splattered on it and I'm going to get a hat. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to go next thing you know, I'm a walking billboard. Yeah. I found a set of clubs that I wanted. Right. And I just bought the other stuff that makes me look cool. Yeah. Well, you know, as far as as far as Titleist is concerned, you're a walking billboard. If you were to do that, Titleist would say, hey, we've got a walking billboard. What a 15 handicapper would think is, 
I have just conspicuously consumed. Yeah. I don't have to worry about somebody coming up and writing in my cart to see that I've got the Titleist stuff. They're going to know. Yeah. You know? And they're going to be jealous. Yeah. So forgiveness is what I should look for if I'm a 15 yeah. handicapper, something that stays yeah. online even though I don't really swing like it should, right? Right. But you know, even though that you're not doing exactly your end of the deal, mm-hmm. they're going to do their end of the deal and more. I'm telling you. There you go. I've seen these things. They look good. I was out at, uh, at a club last summer. The Titleist rep here in town runs uh, an old man's league. Last spring, I wasn't old enough to join. Now... I think they're they, making an allowance for me. Uh, is that it? They just—they've seen you. Play. <laughs> so you may not be an old man, but you play like one. Come on! Um, but he—I was out on the practice tee, and um, he said, "John, try this, man." And I swung it, and I went, "Oh, oh!" Because it felt like you—you you said earlier in the show, like butter, right? And and he said, "Yeah." I said, "How do I? How can I get some of these?" <laughs> he said. You know, they're $95 a club. How many you want? <laughs> that's right. No, that's not quite the arrangement I was hoping for, man. <laughs> no, the answer, John, should have been, I'll take a four iron all the way through the gap wedge. Yeah. Okay, that's the answer that you wanted. Yeah. And don't and don't bother boxing them up. I'll, I'll, I'll just eat them here. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was phenomenal. And if they've been able to improve on that in the least, then, I mean, it's even that much more phenomenal. Yeah, they looked really good, too. Wow. Yeah. But now, technology being what it is, is it just the marketing budgets that make the difference between what Titleist is doing and, and what, I don't know, Mizuno is doing? Because you never hear Mizuno anymore. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's unfortunate because, you know, the truth is they have got good quality equipment. Yeah. And they look good. There's a lot of sets that they've got out now that they've always had. You know, they've always had their little niche of good players yeah. that looked specifically for their own irons. Yeah. It, it, they, they just, everybody's got their own little niche and Mizuno had their own. Yeah. Let, let's let's jump back a, a question that I should have asked and didn't write down, so I forgot to ask it. But let's yeah. go back to Mr. Mr. 15.3 average handicap index guy. Yeah. He's looking at irons and he gets the irons that, that feel good. But now, how much difference is there between... And, you know, a regular flex steel shaft and a regular flex graphite shaft other than weight. Is there any difference other than weight? Yeah. You know, there's a psychological effect I'll tell you about right away. Okay. There's a feeling in an awful lot of players that they have this thought, I guess you call it a feeling, but it's really an emotional feeling, not a sensory tactile Mm -hmm. feeling that they feel like they can trust and swing a steel shafted club uh, more consistently. Okay. And I think that that stems from early on, graphite shafts did not have the reputation of being consistent throughout the set of clubs. Like one of the shafts would be a little wonky mm-hmm. compared to the rest of the shafts. So they'd be inconsistent within the set of clubs. And there was this consistency that you could have with steel shafts that you couldn't you. have with graphite. I so you. I think that there's still this perception and this uh, uh, feeling that you have amongst the players. Other than weight... Uh, I think that that's probably the the biggest primary difference because the graphite shaft companies now, they make such good quality equipment. Tolerances are very tight. The quality control is very good. Other than weight, if you never told the player 
that that shaft was graphite, there would be a difference in the shot shapes and the trajectories and the spin rates and all those things. I don't think you'd see that. Is the difference in weight enough to make a difference in in spin and trajectory and long length and all those things? Yes. Yes. So would a 15.3 handicapper be better served with the graphites or with the steels? I, you know, I'm going to suggest that I put on my, my common sense golf professional club fitter hat on for a Mm -hmm. second and say, it it depends. It depends. If I, if I sat down with you and did a fitting, Mm -hmm. a proper fitting, and I had enough selection to satisfy me and the launch monitor Mm -hmm. to, to, on a performance basis and also to satisfy you, the golfer Mm -hmm. from a, I like what it sounds like. I like what it feels like. I like where my ball's going. I like the shot shape. I like all those things. I would tell you that we'd have to go about it that way to find out what's right for you. I, I would be. But it comes. It comes back to the point honest. that you make every time I ask a question like that, which is there is no answer. Right. There has to be a fitting. You have to go and you have to look at the clubs you want and sit in front of somebody that knows what the heck they're doing, and knows how to read the numbers that the launch monitors come up with. And tell right. you what it is that you did best with, period. Right. So then now, you take the, the results that you like the best, the feel you like the best, put them together, and then you make the decisions on what you want to buy. Right. So you remember uh, you know, back this summer when I took a trip out to New York mm-hmm. and I took my son with me. I took my son, a uh, two-handicapper, good player, you know, high school golfer, headed toward college, and I took him to someone even better than I am. Mm-hmm. They have more selection, more knowledge. It's what they do all day long. Right. I took them to one of the best best fitters in the country because it matters. If you're thinking to yourself, Mr. 15.3 handicapper, what should I go be doing? Don't just go by off the rack. I mean, if you care about your golf game, Mr. you'll find out what can be better for right. you than Mr. just off the rack. Mr. 15.3 wants to become Mr. 13.5. Uh, I think that's a little bit, you can get better than that. Yes, you can. But, you know, baby steps, Jeff, baby right. steps. Okay. All right, listen, a uh, few things you want you to do for us. One, go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Check it out. A lot of good stuff there. Uh, go to audioboom.com and follow us, please. And then uh, check out the $5golfclub.com. Another way, Mr. 15.3, can you be number 13.5 and more and more and more. There is, I mean, you could keep going until it's Mr. Scratch. If you wanted right. to, for the grand total of five bucks a month, $5golfclub.com. Uh, we will be back uh, after we see all the latest and the greatest in the nifty stuff in Orlando at the PGA Show. Hopefully, you're in one of the four states in the country where the temperature is above freezing. If yeah. not, uh, too bad. Somebody go out and play some golf. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.